You are listening to the Shoto, Brady, and Dunn Sermon Audio. We would love for you to join us live and in person any Sunday. You can watch the sermon video on Sunday afternoons through our Facebook page or at our website, umshoto.net. If you love what we're doing here, you can donate to our ministries at umshoto.net. Thanks for joining us wherever you are. Good morning and welcome. Thanks for joining us in worship today. I'm sorry that I, I couldn't be with you, but I'm on my way to Texas today to go and be with family for Thanksgiving. Thank you for the time and space to be, to be away and, and uh, spend this time uh, with family. Over the last couple of weeks, we have been exploring rules that we live by. Some of these rules are instituted by law or even by scripture, and others, other rules and laws are put into place in our lives by our own experience. Either way, whatever way we come to rules, we, we as people have set these rules up in our lives so that we can live by them. And last week, to, to get us into the groove of rules, we talked about some of the weird Montana laws that we have here. And so I thought it would be fun, since I am uh, in Texas, or at least on my way to Texas as we speak, to go through some of the weird laws that Texas has. And so here's, here's what I found, um, and they're pretty good. See, churches, hotels, halls of assembly, stores, markets, banking rooms, railroad, depots, and saloons are all required to provide spittoons of a kind of number to efficiently contain, well, you know, what goes in them. So in Texas, you have to you have to have a spittoon in your church, or if you big enough, you have several. You know, pretty pretty interesting law there. Another one, I, and I find this incredibly um, fitting, I suppose. I I assume it might work well here in Montana too. But did you know that you cannot shoot a buffalo from the second story of a hotel? Somebody did it somewhere and they got in trouble. And finally, for weird rules and laws in Texas, if you want to walk around barefoot in Texas, you will first need to get a special $5 permit. I don't know. I don't know who makes these things up. I don't know why they're there, but you have to assume that someone somewhere did one of these things. And now we have the law. Well, scripture is not void of weird or interesting rules and laws itself. There are plenty of laws in the Old Testament around food and dress and how we handle our neighbor or even how we handle a slave. I know. Many of which, when we, when we go back and look at these laws and rules, tend to be appalling today. So over the last two weeks, we have explored rules that we can live by today. That comes straight from Jesus. And I hope that you have noticed that over the last two weeks, we have used the same law stated by Jesus, which comes from the Old Testament and Deuteronomy. But it's Jesus restating it and builds upon it in in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. He builds upon it all differently in each gospel, but it's there. And it's the same basic structure of the law. If you haven't noticed, but over the last three weeks, uh, or two weeks, including today, 
we've been studying the greatest commandment. And Jesus has asked, what is the most important commandment in the law? And he simply responds with, love God with all your heart, your mind, soul, and body. And continues on to say, and love your neighbor the same way. And depending on which gospel you read, he he builds upon it with the, the Good Samaritan, or he simply leaves it as it is, or today he builds upon it differently. But I believe what we get from Jesus here is three simple rules. These three simple rules that we have been spending time with, you know, do no harm, do good, and stay in love with God. And over the last two weeks, we focused on do no harm, and do good. They're simple, yet they're not so simple rules for us as people to live by. Matter of fact, they're fairly complicated at times. And so today we, we, we take on the rule to stay in love with God. I know, it's right there in the, in the name. It's right there in the, in the rule, in, in print. It's simple because love is easy. We just love the things and the people that we love and we move on. But really, what does it mean to love God? Is loving God coming to church on Sundays? Is it reading and praying? Is loving God how we treat others and ourselves? Is it all of these things? Is it more? Is it none of them? What what is staying in love with God? Well, why don't we hear from Jesus and what he has to say about it? Here again from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12, verses 28 through 34. One of the legal experts heard their dispute and saw how well Jesus answered them. He came over and asked him, which commandment is the most important of all? And Jesus replied, the most important one is Israel. Listen, our God is the one Lord. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your mind, and all your strength. The second is this. You will love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. Then the expert said to him, Well, teacher, you have truthfully said that God is one, and there is no one besides him. And to love God with all the heart, all the heart, a full understanding, and all of one's strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more important than all kinds of entirely burned offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he had answered with wisdom, he said to him, You aren't far from God's kingdom. After that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. See, to show love to God for the Israelites was to follow the law. It was to offer up the sacrifices the law called for to God. Their understanding of forgiveness and relationship with God was to offer up these various burnt offerings and it would all be good. But these simple rules, see, they're so simple. They're wrapped up into this greatest commandment to do no harm, to do good, and to stay in love with God. They seem so practical. But how do we stay in love with God? 
Does it have to do with burnt offerings or, or for us today, sacrificing all that we have for God? Hear the legal expert's response, which is vastly different than the other Gospels we have read. But hear it again. It's in verse 32. The legal expert said to him, Well, teacher, you have truthfully said that God is one and there is no other besides him. And to love God with all of the heart, a full understanding and all of one's strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself, it's much more important than any kind of entirely burned offering and sacrifices. Now hear Jesus. When Jesus saw that he had answered with wisdom, he said to him, You aren't far from God's kingdom. See, the legal expert in this heard Jesus and then began to verbally process what, what Jesus says. He, he, he sits there much like you and I do, thinking, so to love God and our neighbor with all of who we are as, or what we are as people, well, that's more important than burnt offerings and sacrifices. And Jesus responds, you aren't far from, God's, from the kingdom of God. Jesus says you get it. Loving God isn't about oppressively following and holding people to the law and the rules. Loving God is about loving people. Loving God is about loving the fullness of creation, which includes our neighbors, ourselves, nature, and God. The fullness of God's love covers all that has been created. And here Jesus reminds the lawyer that it is more important to care and love people, their neighbor, themselves, than it is to implement the law. Loving God is about how we treat one another, ourselves and the world around us, because our love for others is a, a direct reflection of our own love for God. If we treat others, ourselves, or the world poorly, if our expectations of others and ourselves are, are so unrealistic, how in the world would we ever stay in love with God? Because our treatment and our expectations of other mirrors our expectations and treatment of God and therefore reflects our love. So to love God, to love God means that we start with these simple rules. Or at least it means we start with the simple rule of love. Which isn't all that simple in reality. Love is incredibly difficult. It's a hard action and a hard emotion to nail down, to, to get a grasp on. It takes a lifetime, if you will. Love takes work and understanding. It takes commitment. Love takes an unbelievable amount of selflessness and self-care to perfect. Meaning that we have to take care of ourselves, but we have to set ourselves aside. I know, it's hard. But love is what pulls us closer to God and to people. 
So to stay in love with God means we bend the rules when we need to. It means that we follow the rules when we need to. It means we do everything we can to make sure we are loving God and our neighbor with our entire hearts, minds, souls, and strength. And that is a lot to love with. If we were to ask Jesus, Jesus, we're standing in the room with us today. And we were to ask Jesus what it takes to love God and our neighbor. I think he would say, why don't you look around? Look around and what do you see? And whatever it is that we answer there, whether it's people or nature or the world or pain or depression or anxiety or hate or joy or celebration, our neighbor, ourselves, whatever it is that we answer when Jesus says, what do you see? I think his response is going to be, go and take the love and grace that I have shown you here. Go and take it there. When you do, when you take that love and grace, you will have drawn closer to the kingdom of God here and now. And so church, I have to ask, and I really, really, really want you to answer this question. And I know I'm not here to hear your answer. So you don't have to tell me or the screen or whomever. You don't have to tell anyone else but yourself. Ask yourself this question. How are you drawing nearer to the kingdom of God here and now? How are you staying in love with God? And do me a favor. Do me a favor. Never stop asking yourself this question. Never stop asking yourself how you are staying in love with God. Because the ways that draw you near to the kingdom of God will change. And they will grow over the days and years of your life. And if we keep this question at the forefront of our minds, as individuals and as the church, those other two rules... Those other two really simple rules, do no harm and do good, well, they become pretty simple. And together, all three of them, Christ calls us from this place to go, to love God with all that we have, to love our neighbor, to go and do no harm, to do good, and to stay in love with God. And so church, let us stay in love with God and draw nearer to the kingdom of God here and now. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. You are listening to the Shoto, Brady, and Dunn Sermon Audio. We would love for you to join us live and in person any Sunday. You can watch the sermon video on Sunday afternoons through our Facebook page or at our website, umshoto.net. If you love what we're doing here, you can donate to our ministries at umshoto.net. Thanks for joining us wherever you are.